Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches his microphones across the Atlantic. All right, here we go. To bring you Strike Point. Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts. Watch your language, you bud. We're on the air. We'll attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. Yay! And now, Webmaster Radio presents Strike Point. Oh, this is my very favorite show. I never miss this one. Right. Okay, hi and welcome to Strike Point, the new jingle. Call me out a little bit. Uh, and I don't know what Eddie's been on, but it sounds good. Are you there, Mickle matey? Yeah, I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds really strange, but it was funny. Well, we decided to, to you know, get you guys back on your feet since you've been gone for two weeks. Yeah, we'll be missing the place. I think it's three weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, two no, weeks. It's two. It's two. two. Well, there you go. See, time flies when you're having fun. And we sure do. And we're going to have a whole lot of fun today. Oh, hell and yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we had a bit of talk about whether we should do this show or not today, or at least the topic, but... I think let's uh, just jump into it. <laughs> do you really want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not sure, but I think we should do it anyway. Now, you know, last time we talked about um, Greg Bowser running this, uh, this interesting uh, test. He, he wanted to test how well search engines can handle um, automated clickbots. But as he pointed out in, in, in the summary of the test he's going to run, he won't tell you how to actually make your own clickbot. So um, today's show is going to be headlined, How Do You Get Your Own Clickbot? And dude, now, <laughs> I was so, you know what? I was so surprised how many are out there already. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we did a little bit of research for this uh, show, and we're going we're gonna to show you some things. Uh, one thing that we, we came across that we found pretty funny was a website selling this uh, um, this clickbot script that uh, we show you later on, um, and and they had a disclaimer, and I think that this disclaimer works very well for this show too. So I think we're going to read that out uh, to begin with. Are you going to do that, Dave? Yeah, I can do that. It has come to our attention that a script or a show like this um, has been, may have potential misuse and may no way intend to be used in any manner that is in- inconsistent with ethical and legal standards. We are not responsible for any misuse of this program. I think that about covers it, doesn't it? Yeah, so basically anything we say and do today, you cannot replicate. Yeah, it's for for educational purposes only. Yeah, it is. It's only for educational purposes and and scientific research, stuff like that. Anyway, uh, the headlines for today is we have three sections to go. And first we're going to talk a little bit about why you should have a clickbot. What can it be used for? Are there legitimate reasons and so on? In the next uh, part, we're going to show you a little bit about how you can actually get your own clickbot or how you can build one, um, how you construct it. And in the last part, we are going to talk a little bit about how you protect yourself from clickbot attacking your site. So we are going to try and stay on, on the ethical side in the last part. It's going to sound a little bit strange. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, should we just run our commercials now while I kind of like think about all the damage that we're going to do and the friends that I'm going to piss off and people that's going to kill me? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, run commercials, Ed. 
And uh, what, what's uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately one hundred and forty-four thousand dollars. About one hundred and fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by Rent.com and Shopping.com for a combined one point four billion dollars. Monty, 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 Monty. Be the master of your domain. Monty. Literally, probably ninety days after buying it uh, for eighty thousand dollars, Interbrew bought it for seven million dollars. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for three point four million. It was the most valuable asset that they had. Six million dollars or ten million dollars on a domain name. When we sold Autos.com for two point two million dollars, people thought it was nuts too. <laughs> domain Masters only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. I'm traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. What happens when super affiliates hit the glass ceiling? They develop RevenueGateway.com. The ad network developed by super affiliates for the affiliate marketplace. Tap into the most powerful and intuitive system designed for ROI. Exclusive tier one advertisers, highest industry payouts, bonus rewards, and rock sun on time payments. Looking to be creative or need mentoring? There is always someone there for you live 24-7. RevenueGateway.com. The secret to your success. RevenueGateway.com. From WMR Studios, from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next stuff now's Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in his laugh-out-loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX4. Excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strikepoint. Welcome back to Strikepoint with Dave Naylor and Mikkel Demid. Uh, we're talking about today how to get your own clickbot and why you should get one. And more specifically, we're going to talk now about uh, why you should get it and what can it be used for. And, and to be quite honest with you, uh, we did some research prior to this show, which we're not really used to do, but we did it for this one. Um, and we were trying to find, you know, is there any legitimate use for these clickbots? And I have to say that I had to... <laughs> I had to do a lot of research, and uh, we couldn't really find much. 
Um, there are, of course, you know, there's a whole whole broad spectrum of things you can do with the clickbot, but it all really falls into more or less fraudulent areas. Uh, of course, some of it might not actually be illegal, and some of it is definitely uh, illegal. But, um, Dave, could you find anything? Nothing. I think if you own one, the only thing I could ever think of is if you were using it as a tool because some fucker was attacking you through your PPC and you found out who it was, so you thought, well, like for like, but I still think it's illegal. Um, and other than that, no. I think if you've got one, I think you are, unless you're doing like what Greg's doing, which is basically he's clicking on his own ads to see what will get through and what won't get through. I think that's most probably the only legitimate use I can possibly think of. Um, other than that, no, I think that you're just using it to either A, make, well, there's three things of using it, isn't there? To make money for yourself by clicking on ad networks like AdSense, YPN, um, Overture feeds. Which, of course, is wrong to do. Yeah, <laughs> totally wrong. Then there's the competitiveness where you say, right, I want to go into this PPC marketplace. So you run a click bot for a couple of weeks and eat up everyone's cash and then come in on the low bids. Um, once people think this is just way too expensive to do, then you turn the click bot off, off, obviously, of course. And three is to get people banned from contextual programs by running them on their contextual programs like AdSense and YPN. Not to make money for yourself, just to get them banned or make them loads of money while they try to ban them. There are, of course, uh, things you can use a clickbot for that, that really falls outside the scope of, of PPC or even search marketing. Uh, some of the earliest uh, clickbots that I've seen was in maybe late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, a Danish website that were very uh, cleverly using um, one of the clickbot tools that we're going to talk on uh, a little bit later to win some uh, interesting online elections and prizes on um, you know the best website in Denmark and stuff like that. And they were running these online surveys and and they didn't have any kind of, <laughs> of bot protection. So these guys they always won, and it wasn't because they were the best, but they just had a really good clickbot. <laughs> And I, and I mean, that is, you know, you could say it's unethical or whatever you want. It, it's definitely not illegal in this particular case, and, and nobody was losing any money. You're not stealing money from anybody. So, I mean, nobody really got hurt, except maybe the wrong people got the, the wrong prize. But <laughs> One of the first ones that I ever saw was one for Grease Monkey Extension. And what it did, as you surfed, if it found any Google AdSense ads running, it opened them up automatically in new tabs. Um, which wasn't really making people any money. It was just costing Google money and publishers money, which I think was more on the lines of let's fuck Google over rather than let's make money or benefit from this. Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, there can be all, all kinds of, of reasons why people do this. Uh, I would imagine some people also just, you know, experimenting with, with this technology and just running the ClickBot wild to, you know, collect data or to, you know, experiment and test the, uh, the ClickBot programming abilities. Uh, so, so I don't think necessarily all activities are going to be evil by, by, by nature. No, I mean, the, the, the Google one that did the prefetching of Google Ads was actually only 21 lines of code to give you some how, how easy this actually is to do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and we're going to come back to that in the, in the next session. But but um, coming back to 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 what what else you can use it for? We were talking about that. 
you could, of course, also potentially turn a click validating script into something that would literally become a, a click bot. So there are some crossovers from, uh, from other uses where you do surf links, you do crawl stuff. Uh, let's say you build a, a, a web crawler, uh, like a Google bot, and you want to crawl the web, and you decide that this bot should also be able to understand uh, JavaScript and all kinds of redirects, and it should call, crawl everything. You know, that, that web crawler would, of course, uh, uh, work as a click bot as well, even though the purpose is not to, to, to harm anyone. Um, but what about um, Google's Web Accelerator? I don't that actually know. That prefetches links. Yeah. So if it finds a link, it prefetches it. Now, we know that Google can look inside JavaScript. I'm sure that they're look, sniffing for their own ads, but are they sniffing for YPN ads? If you've got YPN and you're using Web Accelerator, does it suck down all the YPN links and click on those as well? Now, there's a test, something I just thought of while I was yeah, listening yeah. to you. I, I haven't tested it, so I wouldn't know for sure. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I know that we had to change the way that we crawled the web um, to exclude JavaScript because we did actually keep crawling into um, contextual programs because there's so many of them out there now. Yeah. Um, so it's and, and, and there's all sorts of other uh, kind of stuff that you just wouldn't like to, um, to crawl anyway, like small selection boxes that pop up with the JavaScript. And, you know, a lot of, st a lot of the links that are triggered by JavaScript, you, you wouldn't like to crawl anyway. No. So, so it doesn't make a lot, whole lot of sense. But anyway, it was just to show that there could be some crossover technology, a technology used for other purposes that by accident uh, crawls into a click bot. And, and, and But the true click bots and... The reasons that you guys out there are probably interested in this uh, program today, hopefully, is uh, because you want to do evil things with it. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> I'll take the Fifth Amendment on that one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as we're talking about prior to this uh, program, uh, we think that, that the technology is out there. Uh, and as we're going to show you, there's, there's plenty of help to get. If you want to get your own ClickBot, you can buy ClickBot software, and we're going to discuss whether or not that's good or bad. Uh, you can you can build your own ClickBot, as, as Dave was just talking about that other the script was just what was uh, 23 lines of code or something. <laughs> uh, it's it's very very easy, uh, and 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 I think that uh, it, this is this is definitely not going to go away. So you better uh, learn about it. So go out there and, and, and grab your ClickBot and, and and study it and figure out what it's doing. Also, this is going to help you in, in what we're going to talk about in the last uh, part of this show, how to protect yourself against, against a click button. Now, if, if, if you don't know anything about how hackers work, how are you going to do security? If you don't know anything about how click bots work and, and what you can do with it, how are you going to protect you against it? So um, this is also a study. And, of I mean, course, it's only educational. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things, obviously, you can protect your own sites from clickbots if you're running ads on them but obviously google and yahoo big, big sites like that that actually run their own ppc engines you can't protect that um and that that's where the, i think biggest problems lie is that one of the things that um one of the SES speakers said to me was that you the services out there you can actually pay for for people to monitor your traffic and say whether these is clickbot activities. But again, you're still paying somebody on a PPC campaign to say, hang on a minute, you know what I mean? It's like, 
I'm paying for clicks, valid clicks, and if Google can't handle them, yeah, then how the hell, yeah, why should I be paying somebody else to say, hey, these are fraudulent clicks? You know what I mean? It's like you're still having to pay. It's like shouldn't Google and Yahoo and these people be able to sort this out? Oh, yeah. We're having a bit of a fun in, in the chat room, and for all you guys that are listening to the archive version of this show or the podcast, um, Dave just posted a link that we found during our research to um, a company that are selling a clickbot script uh, called com, and they're selling some, some, some other uh, programs that are, that are quite funny as well. Go Please go and, and, and check it out. <laughs> Um, but the most funny part is that uh, they have uh, AdSense ads on the site. <laughs> so they're selling a click part that is obviously made to, to click on ads. I think they actually say that in the copy. And they're running AdSense. That is, that is kind of funny, isn't it? It's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you have to have balls to do something like that. Yeah. You know I mean, you have to have balls. Um, and I, I just don't, you know what I mean? It's, maybe my balls aren't that big enough, but it's, to me, I just don't want to spend a night or several nights in some prison with a couple of guys called Bubba and Bubba or whatever, you know what I mean? No, and, and we don't want to get into what you don't want to do in that prison, so we just I don't want deal to do with that. that. <laughs> And uh, is, uh, I, I'm not sure, did we mention that we are on iTunes now? Yeah, and we're actually censored. Yeah. This is the first program in the history of Webmaster Radio that got an explicit mark on it. So um, that's kind of like why we feel so free about talking about any subjects now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first explicit show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do Porn Roundup next week or something. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into all kinds of funny stuff here. Howard Stern, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I mean, we've gone off track again, haven't we? Where, where were we? The... We're talking about legitimate use of a clickbot, and <laughs> I think what we came around to is there that one. we can't really find any. In, you know, it's, it's in one way or another, either fraudulent, evil, call it what you like, but it's, it's not clean. You know, you, you, you run a clickbot, Usually to to do some some evil magic on 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 whoever you know you want to do it on, or to make money for your own. Yeah, I mean that's the other big ethical thing, isn't it? It's like while someone's running a clickbot, yeah, <laughs> they're making money for Google. <laughs> so sure. why why should they ban it? Sure, I mean it, it, they should ban it because, and they know that, and we know that. Because if it get out of hand, they may lose a, a really good business model. Yeah. Um, so 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 they got to do it to protect the 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 the, the value of the product, uh, the integrity of the product. That that's why they should do it, and that's why they do try and do it. I mean, we all know that that all the PPC providers are doing something to prevent uh, click botting yeah. to some degree. You know, the big question is: Do they uh, do enough? Do they do it well enough? And do they let things slip through that they should not slip through? You know, that's a question. But, uh, they most course, probably do. But that's, you know, that's some of the questions, maybe not exactly in that way, but uh, some of the questions in that nature that, that hopefully Greg's uh, test is going gonna, is gonna to put some light on. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah, I put the Elan's post up there into the forum. 
Um, somebody's actually put a project on Elance wanting someone to build them a clickbot. It's like... I mean, the more that I look at these, what we found today, the more I, I, it's kind of like shut me up big style because I just can't believe the the audacity of some people. I mean, the ClickBot one with AdSense running on it, buy our ClickBot and click on AdSense ads. Here, there's a program that we use. Uh, um, and then there's the Elance one, people saying, hey, look, we've got, we want someone to build a ClickBot for us. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that um, that is time for a commercial break. Okay. <laughs> We're going to come right back to you and talk more about how to build your own uh, clickbot. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached striking. What I'm after is pictures of our favorite monkey. <laughs> We've set up a new blog called monkeypicks.co.uk and if you find the monkey in any kind of weird positions, like drunk on a floor somewhere, email them over to me. We're going to go for a big New York thing, um, an SES, where we try to find pictures of the monkey that you want to see. So if you want to see the monkey naked... <laughs> Um, we'll have to break into his room or something. If you want to see monkey dancing at ground zero, <laughs> then we'll get him drunk and drag him there. Well, monkeypicks.co.uk. Yeah, maybe maybe you can have some of the good people in, in, in our Webmaster Radio Forum post some pictures there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strike Point, Monday to 3 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Webmasterradio.fm Listen to the Classic Rock Block Two hours of cool classic rock Every Tuesday at 8pm Right after SEO Rockstar Only on Webmaster Radio Rock on! Like the idea of gambling and winning with someone else's money? How about cashing in with the house? Sign up today with PartyPoker.com, the world's largest poker room and poker affiliate program. Cash in on one of the most lucrative and fastest growing industries for webmasters. There's $10 million paid out to webmasters every month. The world is your oyster and every hand is a winner. Wouldn't you like a slice of that pie? PartyPoker.com. Betting on the house makes you a winner every time. Contact Alex L at PartyGaming.com for a great deal. PartyPoker.com For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strikepoint. Hi, and welcome back to Strikepoint. Um, we've been chatting basically about the legitimate of using clickbots and we've decided that there isn't any and we've been running through a couple of the things that people have done and we'll run through a couple more I'm sure Michael? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about how you actually get into either purchasing uh, by a, a clickbot ready to use or, or how 
um, you build one for yourself. And as we talk about, both things are available to you and easy to follow um, scripts out there. Uh, let's first talk about buying a ClickBot. Uh, personally, I would, I would never do that. <laughs> um, when you move into an area like this, if you want to do anything naughty with your ClickBot, I want to know exactly, and I'm, again, I'm not saying I, I, I ever done anything like that, but if I did, I, wouldn't, I would like to know exactly what every single line of code in that bot does. Uh, and I want to make sure that it doesn't leave any footprints that, that I don't want it to leave and a whole lot of other things. So I would personally not trust a, a standardized click bot um, in the open market. I don't know about you, Dave. No, I mean, to me, if there's one on the open market, I can guarantee it that the search engines have already bought it, reverse engineered it, looked for the footprint, and they're either A, going to be the combat it, or B, track you down and put you in prison. Yeah. There's one, there's one piece of software that I would like to, to, to highlight. I think I maybe have talked about them before. It's, a, it's actually a Danish company called Kapow, uh, Kapow Technologies. Uh, they, they build a tool that has... It's really nothing to do with click button, but but that's what you could use it for too if you wanted. It's a it's a what they call a robo suite, a a, a software uh, suite uh, to create your own agents. Uh, the program is primarily um, built and, and and marketed as a program where you can do front end integration. So if you have a large website and you want pieces of information from that uh, website to be used on another website, and it's impossible to gain the right database access, or it's very complicated to do it then you can use a robo-suite to build an agent that can grab specific uh, pieces of information off specific pages uh, and, and put it into an organized database structure so you can republish it on the other side. So it's a front-end integration tool. But in that tool, is a visual, it's, a, it's a full visual tool, so you don't need to know any programming, and that's the sweet part of it. Um, so you build these small blocks of things you want to do, uh, and it can handle cookies and JavaScripts and anything you like. So you could build a ClickBot using this uh, RoboSuite, but I have to say that, that the last time I was talking to them, the price was uh, kind of steep. We're talking tens of thousands of dollars, so it's, <laughs> it's a pretty expensive uh, kind of product. But then again, it, it, it was really built for something else. But it's a nice suite. Take a look at it. And I think they actually have a, a free uh, trial, too. So that's actually quite funny to play around with. Uh, you do that. Yeah, I've just uh, posted up the uh, Grease Monkey one that prefetches Google Ads. Now, I think this is most probably one of the most dangerous ones. Um, if this was integrated into a toolbar and was running behind the scenes, then Google's got a major problem um, because what it's doing is actually looking for anything that's got a href and specific to Google um, AdSense, and then it basically opens them up in new tabs. So as you browse, it clicks. And that, to me, is one of the most dangerous ones that I've come across. It was actually the first one I came across as well, funny enough. Um, and, and that, but in a, in a way, that is not really a, um, a click bot. It, it, it's, it's more like a, a plug-in, isn't it? It is a plug-in, but it's, if you can plug this into a toolbar and distribute the toolbar, yeah, you've got the evil type of ClickBot, which actually just goes around and opens up new tabs left, right, and center. Or you can even pop them into uh, the same window over and over and over again. So if you go to somewhere like Engadget, it's running 11 bloody ad blocks, you know what I mean? You, you're going to click on, what, 
22 to 44 different ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and if you pop them all into the same window, all that's going to happen is you're going to get a little flicker on a tab that is set into the background, and you've just cost, or you've just made um, Calcanus uh, 42 times the amount of money you would have made if you'd just gone to the site normally. Yeah. So it, that, that's a dangerous one. Um, it is, and, and I think in, in some of the previous shows we talked about the idea that at some point some teenager <laughs> is going to build in one of these easy clickbot scripts into a worm or, or a virus, uh, and, and if that virus becomes as successful as, for instance, the, the, the Sasa worm that was built by a 16-year-old German boy, um, if, if that Sasa worm have had a built-in uh, clickbot, I mean, that would have been terrible. I think it was like 250 million computers that were infected. And the yeah. last thing I read was that they still uh, reckon that almost 20 million computers have the, the warm uh, um, on them. So, so it's still out there. <laughs> um, so and I'd like to say that I've actually seen a, a code for that now. Okay, because I was just going to ask you, because I haven't seen anything yeah. even getting close to that yet. But but I believe it's, this is just a matter of time, it's and and that's that's one of the reasons I I keep pushing this subject about clickbotting because I do think that the engines really 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 do need to step up to this and yeah. put a lot more resources into it than they they do. Even if they think they put a lot of resources into it, double it, triple it. You know this. You know if they if they really want to stay in this business, they gotta they gotta find a way around it. Yeah, I mean it's like the way that the Google shares are rising at the moment. They'll fall a lot quicker if that gets major market penetration, and the search engines can't cope with it. The biggest thing from a search engine's point of view is clicks that look like they're actually valid clicks. So if I go to uh, a website that's running AdSense on it and I click on an ad, yeah, because I'm genuinely wanting to read that ad, yeah, then. That's fine. If there's something on my system that when I go to that website and it clicks on that ad for me, yeah, how do they know it wasn't me? It's coming from my IP address. They've got my profile in all their little Google tools that they've got out there. They know that I visit, I don't know, gadget blogs and this sort of stuff. So it would make sense that I actually clicked on ads that were relevant to the website that I was on. And yeah, but I mean, it, it, there's no way uh, that Google, let's just use Google as an example, can be 100% sure if that click coming from your computer was initiated by a pro program or by your finger pushing a key unless they have a webcam in your office. <laughs> you which know? they most probably I mean, have in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so it is going to be an educated guess based on patterns, based on profiles based on whatever they come up with. Yeah. I mean, how many times you've been to a site, <laughs> you've, you've clicked on an AdSense link, and you've gone straight to that website and goes, no, that's not what I'm looking for, and come straight back. Do they discount that? No. Of course I mean, not, and they and shouldn't. Like, I mean, the intelligent <laughs> click bots actually go into the site and wander around a little bit so that when you look at your logs, you go, oh, no, it must have been a real user because they actually walked around some of the links. Get real people. That's what a clickbot does. It walks links. Um, you know what I mean? It's like the, the only way you can really tell, 
yeah, if it's a click ball or not, is on your ROI. And if you keep checking for things coming in all the time from specific IP addresses or from IP addresses of proxies, which is a real, real big one. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's your big one. Check for the proxies and stuff like that. And I think that's what most of the click fraud companies are looking for. They backtrack on the IP addresses and see if it, it's coming from a known proxy that could be used as a click bot. And, I mean, I've got something like a list of 40-odd thousand open proxies now. So it, I don't know, it, it, it's a world that I don't feel comfortable in. Um, yeah, now, now, you know, what, what we haven't seen yet could, could be even more scary was uh, if, if, um, if some, of the, some of the credit card frauders, frauders uh, combine it with a click bot and start actually making purchases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on, on, on track with uh, the issue about if you, if you want uh, to get into to, um, having a click bot, how are you going to do it? We're just talking about uh, that there are some tools and, and, and some, some, some ClickBot programs out there that you can go and, go and buy. And, but I think that both me and Dave agree that uh, we do not recommend uh, standardized programs uh, for anything uh, like this. You want to know exactly what goes on in the code. Uh, and especially if it is, in fact, like in Greg's case, he is, in fact, only using it for testing. He's not hurting anyone. He's, he's got a setup where, where it doesn't hurt anyone. It's a legitimate use of, of the click button. Um But in that case, you really do want to know how it behaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, don't, you don't want to use Russian programmers for that. No, I mean, I, 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 rem, I, I remember a few cases in the SEO history where programmers uh, in this space, some of them very prominent people in this business, made small programmatical errors and suddenly got slammed for stuff they shouldn't have done and that they, in fact, didn't do on purpose, but they just, you know, messed up their code and they let it loose. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, I, I've got good friends that have DDoS people by accident. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, but as I said before, you know, if you, if you want to play around with nuclear bombs and stuff, you know, don't do it in the schoolyard, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way, you know. <laughs> It's it's just if you're playing around with dangerous stuff, you should uh, make everything you, you, you do anything you can to to protect others. So anyway, we we agree that you shouldn't buy any any um, any any uh, off the any shelf programs. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of uh, uh, I, I found a lot of um, a lot of stuff that can be helpful if you if you do want to uh, build uh, clickbots or, or link validation tools or any other tools that. That is is crawling or requesting uh, pages from the web. Um, I'm mostly working on Windows, and I know that Dave is is a, is a Unix guy as well, at least as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna gonna quickly uh, go into to uh, just one actually uh, com object that that I've been using. Uh, I can post the, the the link in the in the chat room, but uh, it's a company called WebSync. Um, or maybe it's the protocol WebSync, W-E-B-C-I-N-C dot com. It's a, it's a nice dot uh, com object for, for mostly for Windows programming, but basically for any, uh, any, any programming language that supports uh, com objects. Uh, as they say, turning, it turns the web into an object, and that is really true. It, it does support everything you need from JavaScript to tables and frames and cookies and everything, and, and, and it, it, it does make it very, very easy 
to grab specific uh, things off a page, uh, links and stuff like that, and pass it out. So um, it it doesn't do your programming for you. It doesn't it doesn't make you a click bot, but it just makes it a lot easier for you to 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 actually do it. So it it means that even me being not a very talented programmer, you know, I can do some programming, but I'm definitely not a real programmer. I can I can sit down with a piece of of Visual Basic, uh, simple programming, and use this COM object and actually make something that works pretty well. So um, you probably have some more advanced uh, things on the table for the for the Unix guys, Dave. Yeah, I mean most of the stuff that we do, um, link walking is pretty much done in house. Which, if you know, I mean that post that I posted up with um, for the Mozilla Toolbar one. I mean that's the basics right there. Um, and I mean the one that you found from the uh, the Robin Hood script that I've just posted up there. Uh, basically, that's that's there in the package for you. You know what I mean? And again, you scroll down to the bottom, and guess what? <laughs> They're running AdSense on there, and I love the ad that I'm getting shown. Top work from home. <laughs> It's like, yeah, when you own <laughs> ClickBot from home, make money. It's like, dude, it's like... It's just, but I think there's actually, there's actually a, a few things to be said about this. Now, this came out of the research that we did this uh, afternoon on, on, on ClickBot scripts and, and, and programs. Uh, and, and, and this program pops up. It's called Robin Hood. <laughs> just the name of the program is so great. And this is most definitely a program that is built to be evil. Uh, well, it depends on what kind of what side you look from it, but I guess that's why they call it Robin Hood. Um, but it's, it's definitely a fun read to go to that page. And also check out some of the other products they have, just the names. I mean, Spamdex Pro and Cyber Raffle and Linkmaster Pro. <laughs> These guys sure make some fun tools. I have no idea whether they're good or bad or anything. I won't recommend it or anything. It's just, it's just an, a funny website, so go there and check it out. Yeah, um, I hope that it's a spoof website, but my gut feeling is it isn't. No, I no. actually think I, I actually think those programs are real. It would be fun to actually uh, buy a few of them and see what, what they've done. <laughs> yeah. But then again, um, you know, I probably wouldn't run them for real. You know, make sure that if you test things like that, that you you test it in a in a secure environment where you yeah. can control things <laughs> and limit it. Definitely. And I mean, I mean if, if if this is this is a unique thing, if you guys are more into Windows, I'm going to post this link to uh, to a small thing that called small, Smart Hitbot. It basically does the same. It's a it's a it's a, it's a shareware program that definitely. I think in the description they even say that it's made for clicking on ads. Um, funny enough, if you try and click through to the company behind the the, the software, they they seem to be um, kind of lost. So I wonder why. <laughs> Again, <coughs> this is more to serve as examples of what you can actually find out there. And this was just during a, a few hours of research uh, this afternoon. It's all out there. Um, and it's a good idea to check it out because this is the kind of software that you're going to get hit from. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people are going to buy this software and they're going to hit you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, that's how it works. So anyway, I think it's time for a quick commercial before we go into the last part of this uh, show. So roll with it, Every Thursday with That's a Wrap! I'm sitting here surfing beertown.org. 
I'm looking at the article that says beer is food, and I've been making that argument forever. You really want to appreciate the flavor and diversity of all these microbrewed craft beers that America's 1,300 craft breweries are making. You've got to serve it not at warm temperatures, as we know here in the United States. 45 to 50 degrees is what the British say is warm, but have you ever t- tried taking a bath in 45 to 50 degree bath water? Right. The, uh, more than one thing will turn blue, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a wrap! Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, followed by Rainmaker, only on Webmaster Radio. Then just kicking ass with domain name. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. 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 And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About one hundred fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. the master of your domain. Monty. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. What happens when super affiliates hit the glass ceiling? They develop RevenueGateway.com. The ad network developed by super affiliates for the affiliate marketplace. Tap into the most powerful and intuitive system designed for ROI. Exclusive tier one advertisers, highest industry payouts, bonus rewards, and rock sun on time payments. Looking to be creative or need mentoring? There is always someone there for you live 24-7. RevenueGateway.com. The secret to your success. RevenueGateway.com. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Uh, are we back or are we not back? It's like I can hear music and I can hear me. Uh, <laughs> I think we're back now. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> Okay, where we're, okay, we we've we've done all the doom and gloom of clickbots and crap like that. Um and we were gonna cover how to protect yourself with uh clickbots. But I think the main protection should be from Google and Yahoo and let them sort it out. I don't wanna give away free consultancy to those guys, so why don't we just lighten everything up and say, Mickle, what did you get for Christmas? <laughs> I got a few things. Um, I got a nice KitchenAid machine from my wife. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should put anything specifically into that, but <laughs> it was actually very nice. And then uh, you know, I usually buy my own presents. Really, <laughs> dude? I could never get away with that. At least um, this time, it's like my wife said, "What would you really like?" And I'm a right coffee addict. You know what I mean? It's like if I don't uh, drink at least. 24 cups of coffee a day, then my eyes start to close and I stop jumping around the office and being really hyper and this sort of stuff. So I got a new coffee machine for Christmas, um, which is quite cool. Um, and then I got it, myself a, a nice new guitar. A guitar? Yeah. 
Brought me in another guitar, nice. Fender Stratocaster. Nice. That is a really nice. Yeah, so my finger's really hurting. You know, I haven't, <laughs> haven't played for quite a time, so, um, yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> I've, I, I used to play the saxophone many, many years ago, but um, that's obviously less skilled than the guitar, because you just blow. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave, you don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you don't do it anymore. <laughs> No, but it's um, I, I I like Christmas time. You know, what I mean, it gave me. I, I thought this year that I'd actually burnt myself out. I think I did too many things this year, which uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to wind back a little bit this year. I'm going to go a little bit dark and under the radar for a bit, and just I'm going to do the SES shows. But I think that's about it for me this year, um, and just relax a bit and have fun for yeah. a change. Yeah, I think we have fun all the time. You know, otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing this. And I'm yeah. all in it for the fun. <laughs> I'm in it for the money, dude. Nothing else. <laughs> that is, isn't that part of the fun too? You know that, that. I mean, you know, most people, you know, they spend an awful lot of money in, at Christmas time, which is really good because working with marketing and sales and advertising, we're the one who makes all that money. So to to me, you know, Christmas time is also nice because it's definitely the time a year where I have to work the least for the most money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's just I mean, it, it's just rolling in, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. If you just get your stuff prepared in time, get it out there, get ready for it, you know. And then when it slams, you know, it's 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 crazy. It went really crazy for me this Christmas uh, in a good way, in a good way, you know. It was uh, definitely, you know, I was making more money every day than I could spend at Christmas presents during the afternoon. So uh, that's good. Yeah, one of my uh, customers sent, um, I've got two boys, basically, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And the three-year-old was very, very ill at the beginning of this year, in April, and uh, nearly died. But that's passed, and he's back on the road to recovery. And when I told the customer of this, he was like, does he like quad bikes? And I'm like, yeah, and there's me thinking he's going to send him this like little battery-operated quad bike, and this bloody three-ton, three-geared petrol thing with headlights, and it's just, dude, what are you trying to do? Kill my boys? I mean, my wife can ride around on this. One of the engineers um, here had a go on it and had it on the back wheels. I mean, this thing flies, and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, you've got no children, have you? And he's like, no. And it's like, you don't buy a three-year-old a rifle. You don't buy a three-year-old a jigsaw. You know what I mean? As in a power tool, not the pieces you put together, because obviously you do buy children jigsaws. Um, but yeah, this thing was massive. I'm like, dude, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> my wife's like, my children are not going on that. And I'm like... Hey, they're your children all of a sudden. When they break in things, they're my children, but it's your children. <laughs> yeah, we know how that works. We all know how that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like they break something. It's your children. It's like they, they come first at school. They're my children. It's like, how does that work? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, Christmas this year has just been, like, totally mental. You know what I mean? The kids have been... Like up so late, it's like we've got a problem now that the the youngest one. Cause my, we've got like quite a big house, but the kids 
share a bedroom. It's the way it's always been, and they, we tried to separate them, and it was a nightmare. And now the three-year-old keeps thinking that Santa's going to come into his bedroom at night. So it's kind of like a little bit worried about it. So he climbs into the five-year-old's bed. Now the five-year-old thinks, oh, my God, there's something in bed with me, and wakes up having nightmares. So it's like, what the hell is going on? All right. This has got to stop. And so I'm, like, awake most of the night, and then they wake up at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and think everything was all funny and, hey, 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 wasn't this good? And, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Wife, they're your kids, remember? They're doing well. And it's, I'm just so tired. So tired. <laughs> so well, tired. It, it sounds like i got a really, really boring family life compared to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we've got a new computer linked up to the uh, plasma TV in the living room, and we've been doing, like, learning words and stuff like that. And I get spyware on my computer. I don't know where I'd been, yeah? But now I'm getting titties on my computer. And on a 52-inch plasma, they're big titties. And the kids are now saying, what are these? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't go on that computer at all. And it's like, I just don't know where it's come from. Most probably some evil clickbot guy. Yeah, it, and 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 coming back to that, don't you think they that that the you know the good the good people listening to our show they they deserve a little bit of help on 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 on, on the more defensive side of clickbotting. <laughs> <You know? laughs> maybe yeah. we, we got a few minutes left, so so you know Dave is right. You know this is really an issue that the engines have to deal with when it comes to wasting your money. You know when it comes to click fraud. You are not really able to do much on your side of it, except document what you find. Oh, and and most importantly, you know, there's still too many websites out there that don't do any monitoring of their traffic. That is the first and least thing you have to do. Monitor the traffic, uh, uh, look for the patterns, and monitor the ROI on, on your advertising so that if you see certain changes, uh, you have documentation of what actually happens. It could be all natural changes, but it could also be a, a, a sign of fraudulent activities. So make sure you track things, that you monitor it, and that you keep a server log because a lot of people are now using front-end um, tracking such as index tools and things like that, and it's great. I use it a lot myself too. But make sure you have a backup of server logs because it could, become, it could make it easier for you to actually document what, what, what went on on the server and the patterns that that Google and Overture would like you to um, present in order to get your money back. But besides that, you can't really do much about the clickbots. Another thing is, if you're running a website that are dependent on uh, uh, revenues from AdSense or other contextual advertising programs, uh, it, 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 I mean, theoretically, I have not seen it yet as a, as a big issue, but theoretically, you could get attacked by uh, competitors trying to... Um, trying to get you out of the program by, by clicking your ad so much and so obvious uh, being a clickbot that, that Google pulls, uh, pulls you out of the program and, and, um, and keep your money. So if, if that's the case, I think there's a few things you can do to, um, to at least try and protect yourself. But, but whether you should put all that work into it and do it today, even if you don't feel you're even close to getting hit, I don't know. I don't know. What, what are you saying, Dave? Well, uh, there's nowhere on Google's or Yahoo's website that actually says the sort of things you should look for 
when complaining about fraudulent activity on your PPC campaigns that I could find. Mind you, I didn't look very hard today, but I did look, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, but, but I don't think there is any, any specifics on exactly what you have to submit. Um, and I think that uh, when I recommend having the server logs, uh, the reason for that is that most often you cannot get a decent log from a hosted solution such as Index Tools, which is a great tool, by the way, but it's difficult to get a, a log of a specific user or a specific IP's activities with all the information that is usually stored into an extended server log file. Um, so, so that's the reason I, 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 you know, I say that if, if you want to look into this kind of thing, it, it might be a good idea for you to, to have access to the server log file. You can still use the, 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 the front-end integrated uh, tracking software to look for and monitor changes in, in, in user behavior or, or traffic volumes or, or return investments. Once you find uh, patterns that you think are fraudulent, you should probably go back to your server log files and, 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 and get the raw data there as well. Yeah. Um, but, but coming back to, to um, being a publisher, being dependent on, um, on revenues from contextual advertising programs, um, of course there are things you can do to uh, protect yourself against this kind of activity because even though Google will reject uh, such clicks, it could hurt your, uh, your, your publisher ID, it could hurt you being a publisher in the network if, 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 if people click on, 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 on your site. So I mean, if, there's, there's one piece of software out there which is an AdSense tracker program which actually shows you what ads were clicked, what IP addresses, what referrer it came from and stuff. And I'm just trying to find the URL, which is kind of like, that's kind of neat. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it now, am I? Like an ass. Yeah, it's, it's called AdTracker. Damn, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> it's called AdTrag, and I think I got the URL just around the corner here. I'm just logging into I wish I could type. I've just typed it's, a, it's actually found on AdSenseGold.com, I think. That's not the one that I used. Um, the biggest that's problem that what I had was that most of these run on a MySQL database, and we take so much traffic that the MySQL database couldn't keep up with the amount of people it was bringing it in, so... But he, he, just released an he just released an update of it. Has he? Yeah. Oh, it came out a few days ago, and that solved the database problem. Yeah, it was, that was a nightmare. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, getting hold of any kind of, of tracking, you can, you can, yeah, that is, I think Genesis just posted it, adsensetracker.info. Yeah, um, I'm sure that's the one that, yeah, that's the one that I... Is it? Oh, I don't know, Jen. You no, be, I don't. You may be lying to me, Jen. No, I don't think that's the one I'm using. No. Anyway, let's using. just you know, let's just say that there are several different uh, uh, AdSense trackers out there. Yeah. Uh, they're all very cheap. So I mean, you could even go out and buy a couple of them and test them out. You know, they're like a hundred bucks or something like that. So so go ahead. At least at least make sure that you get this tracking uh, in in place. Um, I I I probably wouldn't personally put a lot of efforts into setting up uh, complicated uh, um, uh, click protection software on, on, on the sites that I publish because, you know, let's be honest, it's, it's too much work uh, compared to the risk of actually getting, uh, getting attacked like that at this point. So um, 
I don't know if you actually set it up on any, on any uh, site you run. Only on the scraper stuff. Oops. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't see any any kind of of weird activities, even on the, on the most scrapy sites. Oh, I've I've seen some weird stuff on some of mine. Um, and basically, I mean, we, we've we've built our own now. To uh, because one of the big things I keep saying to Google is like, why don't you just let us put IP addresses in there so we can block IP addresses? And it's like I know that certain publishers are allowed to do that. Um, so why can't the normal Joe public? And they always come back with some shitty reply like, well, someone will put in their own IP address and then go happily clicking around on their own ads and then they'll log in from a different IP address and, and they'll click on their ads and then yeah, but but, but then again, why not? Because, I mean, it, it, it would be so easy. Why not let me add my own IP so I can actually click the ads to see what kind of companies are advertising on my site? I, w- I would like to be able to do that, but I don't, I'm not doing it because I know it would be wrong to do it under the, the, the conditions right now because it, the advertiser would get charged for it and I would get paid. Why not let me add that IP so I can go ahead and do it as a test? Yeah. I don't, I don't see what, how that could hurt anything. I mean, um, the, bi- the biggest thing for me, I run a website, a legitimate website, and I'm running AdSense on it, and I see ads appearing on there. How am I supposed to realistically, yeah, being a lazy sod that I am, yeah, check what ads, what companies are displaying ads on my website. Yeah. How am I supposed to do it? You know I mean, I other, than, I other than just click <laughs> on the ad. Yeah. But, you know uh, uh, again, you know, we're getting close to the end, and, and uh, I would um, just like to emphasize, don't click your ad. <laughs> oh, click them. What the hell? What's the worst they can do to you, apart from ban you and kick you out? You won't actually go to prison, and there's always the YPN program that's going to be out soon anyway, so go Yahoo. <laughs> I have to say that because Jeremy and Tim are now members of webmasterradio.fm and we should support our brothers. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah but, the best but, I, mean, I, I am, and I think most publishers are definitely looking forward to a YPN being uh, rolled out in the rest of the world. Uh, yeah. Not just because it's YPN. I do expect that it's going to be a good program. Uh, Yahoo usually, let's just say that Yahoo usually do a little more of homework before they launch a program. They don't have as many beta programs running as, as Google have. Uh, so I'm, ex- I'm expecting a lot from, from it, the program once it rolls out. And uh, first of all, I welcome it because we're going to get some serious competition to, um, to, to the Google network. I hope so. Let's get more competition. That's good for us, um, doing publishing at least. And then all the rumors will be like, my website's fallen out of Google because I'm running YPN. <laughs> yeah, well, time will tell, you know. And then again, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised either. I would do it. If it was my search engine, I would do it. Yeah. The blinking yeah. of an eye. Wouldn't, I wouldn't even lose a, a, a minute's sleep over it. You're running our competitors' ads on your website, there's a penalty straight away. But then again, Dave, you're evil. <laughs> and Google Art. <laughs> I think we're going to leave with that. And we're way over time now, Dave. You've done yeah, it again. No, we're over time. <laughs> okay, so we're going to say goodbye and thank you to all our sponsors, making it, making it what? Making the show what it is, I guess. Oh, yeah. We surely appreciate it. Yeah. We keep this uh, the show free 
and uh, we can go for, for this whole hour every week with you. And um, So let's thank them, and let's uh, not forget Eddie, the man. <laughs> Do the Eddie. <laughs> Do the Eddie, Eddie. That's two balls in one big hole. Yeah, see you all next week. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Radio residents. Hi, this is Mark with WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm calling about the new music we're playing on Monday night. But the songs are where they are nowadays. You can't hear the words well enough to understand that what you would have heard is something you wouldn't have understood anyway. I agree. That's why Monday nights we're turning back the hands of time to the sounds of the 60s with Magical Mystery Mondays. <laughs> 